If we rush our brainstorming efforts with quick solutions and no structure, we're bound to repeat the same mistakes and limited mindsets that caused the problem in the first place. Instead, we need another approach that allows us to reach our full brainstorming potential. Welcome to the Bridge Beyond English podcast. This is an English podcast that will help you expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills so that you can connect more deeply with the world. I'm your host, David Nagai. This episode is called Brainstorming, Rules and Tools. So we'll talk about some techniques to improve your brainstorming for creativity. Before we get started, if you want to read the entire text version of this episode and see some vocabulary tips, you can visit the blog so you can click on the link in the show notes or visit the blog at bridgebeyondenglish.com. Have you ever been in a work meeting and your boss says, Okay, everyone, we have a problem. Let's brainstorm. Who has an idea about how to fix it? Then the loudest and most senior members who probably were responsible for creating the problem quickly share what pops into their minds and an emergency plan is soon created. Productive strategy, right? Actually, probably not. If we rush our brainstorming efforts with quick solutions and no structure, we're bound to repeat the same mistakes and limited mindsets that caused the problem in the first place. Instead, we need another approach that allows us to reach our full brainstorming potential. We need time, patience, freedom, non-judgment, equal voices, ground rules, and a structure. This episode is a short introduction to the ground rules for brainstorming sessions and some basic tools. Although rules and tools may sometimes act to keep things confined and uncreative, These rules and tools build the foundation and structure that enables brainstorming to launch like rockets into space. First, the facilitator who will guide the entire session must start by helping the group decide and clarify specifically what it is 
they are focusing on. It might be a problem that needs to be solved, something that could be improved upon, or a brand new opportunity. Next, the ground rules must be clearly introduced and followed. So let's go through the four ground rules. Number one, suspend judgment. Most good ideas sound strange at first, but they are the backbone of innovation. This means that we must welcome any and every idea without judgment. Instead of saying, yes, but... We can say, yes, and... And then build on the idea more. At a later stage, we can critique and adjust ideas when we narrow down our best ideas. Okay, number two. Quantity over quality. So our goal is to come up with as many ideas as possible. Most of them will turn out bad. <laughs> this is called divergent thinking, where we expand outward in every direction where there are no limits. Eventually, when we have to choose the best ideas and focus on quality and execution, we will practice convergent thinking where we bring the focus back to the center around the best ideas. Okay, number three, promote equality and diversity. The facilitator should try to make sure that everyone has a chance to participate as equally as possible. Participants who are older, louder, speak faster, or have more confidence might have good perspectives. However, equality of voices must be maintained in order for the diversity of voices and ideas to be fully appreciated and utilized. Potentially, the youngest member with the least experience will have a breakthrough idea because of their open mind or understanding of the younger generation's culture. Okay, number four. Wild ideas are great. <laughs> like really wild ideas. We need to encourage ridiculous ideas in order to set the stage for more openness and novel ideas to be generated. Actually, it's good to start with impossible or outrageous ideas so that we get the juices flowing and feel more comfortable being creative. Now, let me just say a word about materials. So, this article is not focused much on specific materials 
uh, for recording words or ideas, you can always use big paper and pens or markers, a whiteboard, sticky notes, or a virtual brainstorming screen. The facilitator should somehow help categorize or store this information throughout the session. In my case, here at Bridge Beyond English, all my students are going to participate in this exact kind of brainstorm on a mixture of Zoom and in-person paper. And this is a reminder that no matter where you are in the world, you can brainstorm with somebody else. Okay, now let's discuss the tools. So these are just some of the many, many tools in brainstorming, and they can be used in many, many different ways. Okay, first of all, a warm-up activity. So when you warm up, it can be useful to start with a simple activity unrelated to the real topic. For example, ask the participants how a random object could be used for multiple purposes. If the object is a book, people might say it can be used as an umbrella, a computer stand, to make a fire, a shelf, a shield, a fly swatter, or a desk. Okay, that's the warm-up. Now let's look at individual brainstorming. Having people create ideas before the session allows you to save time. It also helps quieter individuals feel more comfortable thinking of ideas without as much immediate pressure. Another way to do it is to have people silently take five minutes alone to use any of the tools during the actual session and then share with each other and combine ideas. Okay, so that's individual brainstorming. Now let's look at the tools that are specific activities. So the first one we'll look at is reverse brainstorming. So with this one, you flip words, ideas, or questions upside down. Try viewing the problem as a great opportunity. How could we make the problem worse? How could we do the opposite of our goal? What is the most dangerous idea? So that's reverse brainstorming. Next, let's look at learning from existing models. So consider any companies, sports, cultures, religions, governments, personalities, school subjects, famous people, films, professions, shapes, colors, food, etc. 
and then try to connect ideas or spark ideas from those models. So that's learning from existing models. Next is word association. So find random words in a dictionary or from anywhere, or words that have an opposite. Examples are bigger, smaller, open, close, friendly, unfriendly, male, female, adult, child, dark, light, and so on. Look at the words and let them spark ideas. So that's word association. Next is using images. So look at magazines or websites or whatever and let images spark ideas. Participants could look at their own image resources or look together at the same images. So maybe some of these tools so far seem a little bit abstract. So now I'll share five brief hypothetical examples from an imaginary bathtub company that wanted to innovate their tub design. Here are some of the tools and ideas they came up with. Okay, so let's check out what they came up with uh, to design an improved bathtub. The first tool is reverse brainstorming. And the technique they used, the specific thing, is share ridiculous ideas. Okay, so here are some of the ideas. Tub that floats in the ocean. Portable pocket tub. Tub in outer space. Okay, so those are just three of the examples of what they came up with as their brainstorm. And next, as for all these examples, I will share what the end result was, what they came up with later after they brainstormed more. So, a tub in outer space gave a new idea about aliens and then importing unique tub materials from foreign countries. Let's do one more reverse brainstorming example. The instruction is to design a dangerous tub. Okay, so this is opposite of what they probably want. And here are their ideas. Electric massage current. Tub for your car. Include knives, like knives that you cut with. <laughs> the knives idea produced an idea about cooking. And that led to them adding an adjustable counter or desk that allowed dining or working. Sounds kind of useful if you're working from home, right? <laughs> 
you could have a Zoom meeting in the tub. No, probably not a good idea. Okay, next, word association. So the topic or word is famous person. So somebody said Donald Trump. Okay, so that's their famous person, and here are what they came up with. Strong, business, rich people, elderly, wall, as in let's build a wall on the border of the U.S., right? The wall idea actually sparked another idea about an adjustable wall so that there could be two different temperatures or oils in the baths. Next, we have use images. So imagine an image of kids playing in a forest. The ideas they came up with are animal sounds, eco-friendly, toys, so then eco-friendly and toys were later combined to make floating kids' toys that could be used as a monthly subscription. Then, as kids get bored or get older, they can return their toys in exchange for different eco-friendly varieties. Kids stay happy, and parents don't have to deal with old toys. The company started a separate toy subscription in many different areas besides only bath toys. Okay, so those are the examples. So let's just go back one more time and review just so that you remember the ground rules that are key for making this type of brainstorming effective. So number one, suspend judgment. Don't judge. Number two, quantity over quality. Make as many ideas as possible. Number three, promote equality and diversity. And number four, wild, ridiculous ideas are great. Okay, so just think about all the problems and opportunities we face in life and at work. Oftentimes, a great idea is within reach if only we make the time and space to ask the right questions and combine different ideas into something novel. Creating a personal attitude and group culture of openness and curiosity is key to making this a daily reality. Why don't we practice every day to create spaces of less judgment and more curiosity about what might be possible? Imagine what kind of innovations both big and small, could enrich our lives and the world if we dream together. 
Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you want to help us spread this podcast to more people, you can write a review or leave a rating. And finally, if you are interested in using English to expand your creative thinking, global awareness, and cross-cultural communication skills, you can join a free trial class right here in Yokohama, Motomachi, or online. If that is something that interests you, you can click the link in the show notes or just visit us at bridgebeyondenglish.com. I'm your host, David Nagai. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.